You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. We're discussing Luca Guadagnino's remake of Suspiria. You, no trouble. Me, fifth element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Technically, are they listening to the Movie Crew podcast? Are they about to listen to? No, they're listening. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, you're no. in the act of listening. Just making sure. You can't about to listen to you're something while you're hearing the my movie voice. Movie Crew podcast. Just making sure. I'm just saying, you know, we're, we're, we're present past tense here. Oh, what's going on? Please keep in mind that your donations keep the show running. <laughs> Wait, what drive. donations? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you haven't been getting your cut? No. Brian. What? Never, uh, but, no, there's no money. That's what I thought. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Jeremy Benson. Howdy. And Jerry Cowan. It's witches, bitches. Again. Again. Look at that. <laughs> You're open uh, last, uh, last time? Was it? I, I think it was. I don't think... I'm pretty sure. Because we covered this... Uh, we covered the original film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dario Agenta's uh, Suspiria from that 1977. That was so long ago. That's actually about a year, a year ago last month. Yeah, I forget what episode that was. It was 80-something. Yeah. It was in the 80s. Was that really a year ago? A year ago last month, yeah. Yeah? Whoa. So, yeah, yeah. the 40th anniversary <laughs> when it came out, we went to go see it in uh, yeah. Nashville, the Bell Court. Mind blown. It's weird how time moves, isn't it? And the Bell Court Theater is badass, so if you get a chance to check out anything in the Nashville area, you should well, do it. They're showing the remake right now. We'll go see it there. Yeah. If you're in the Nashville area. It's a cool place. Yeah. Yeah. like that theater. Well, we are talking about the uh, the remake here of Suspiria. Suspiria. 2018. Doesn't feel much like a remake. It doesn't, does it? No. It's a reboot. Well, th- I guess... It's well, a re-envisioning. It's a re-something. Spoiler warnings, because we are going to talk about the film. We're going to fuck it up today. But yeah, they just really keep the... Uh, the witches, dance, mecha- uh, dance Academy, the ballet so, school. Sort of the basic plot. Well, I guess it's not even ballet now. It's just dance. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, modern. It's, it's, it's like total, like, you know, expressionist dance with no music. That can't be pretty. Yeah, it needs to be visceral. It is. It's, dan- it's dance magic. Dance magic dance. And there's some kung magic fu. Magic dance. Magic jazz hands. You know, David Bowie would approve. Oh, wow. You know, any, any Labyrinth fans out there? And there's some Cold War. You took it there. <laughs> David Bowie's codpiece. Just going to leave that image. You know, that that's not a camel toe. That's a moose knuckle. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, it's nice. Looks yeah. good. Looks good on camera. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I need a minute to recover from that. Hold on. Ooh, all the blood is rushing <laughs> to my brain. Ugh, I can't even think. What the hell? Are we, what are we even here talking about? We're here talking about 2018's Suspiria. Yeah, very different the film. The epic version of Suspiria. Oh yeah, what did, what did you uh, what did you say they were calling this in the marketing in the, the, the PR? They were they were terming this like a, a horror epic, but they yeah, somebody was saying that. Who was saying that? Was that me? 
<laughs> was that you? I thought it was uh, you. It was first, first time yeah, I've heard it's, it. It's a horror epic. They're, they're trying to say that, oh, but okay. it's. It, I think they're just saying that because it's almost three hours long. And any time that you get near three hours, it's technically an epic. It's two and a half, to be fair. Yeah, which feels is long. Feels long. Yeah, it's an hour longer than Dario Agenta's film. You see, the way you said that is like it. It feels long. That's something you never want to hear in that way. <laughs> like, oops, <laughs> it feels long. They do add a lot of uh, a lot of subplot in this film. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. For, you know, what do you mean by what do you mean by that, Brian? Well, there's the whole like psychiatrist subplot that's not in the original movie at all. Right, and that's completely added for this film. Um, you mean Doctor Tilda? Yeah, because Tilda Swinton does. She plays a man. She plays yeah. the. Uh, there's. I forget yeah. what the doctor's name was. The psychiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Joseph something. But... I, I think most people just refer to him as old dude. Yeah, old, old dude. <laughs> old doctor dude. Old puffy face dude. All of his scenes were added for the film. Um, I've, I've read some, some, some mixed reviews on him, and I will say that you could have you could you could have like lost all of that, and the movie would have still worked. I think, but I think they were trying to do, use that character for some thematic stuff. But I will say that although I, while watching it, I was in my head going, I didn't know it was Tilda Swinton at the time, but I was like, there's like some weird old old age makeup going on here because I was thinking that they were going to do something yeah. where you showed him young, you know what I mean, and then cut back yeah. to him being old. But it was definitely like puffy face, old old age makeup. But I still think she did pretty good with. I didn't know it was her until he told me. Yeah, neither did I. So um, yeah, I, I could tell that when she breaks in and says something in English, like the second time, it's like, oh, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's Tilda Swinton. <laughs> she gives it away. That's okay though. I mean, she does a good job in the German though. I, th- yeah. I believe that's German because the movie takes place in Berlin. So yeah, or West Berlin. And there were several times watching the movie, I was like, man, that is a funny-looking old man. <laughs> There's something really weird with his makeup. Yeah. It's not as bad as, like, you know, Guy Pierce and Prometheus. It's not, no. It's not that no, bad. Man. No. Yeah. Like, it's actually really good when you bring that up. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's not, you know, it's not 100% right. It's just the way the light kind you know, of plays with it a little did, bit. You can tell it's... Did they age her hands? Because in Prometheus, they didn't even age his hands. That's what fucked with me. It's like his yeah, hands, dude, his hands they, No, young. they aged her whole body. Like, the whole body yeah. is aged because, yeah, like, there's good. that scene later in the movie where the doctor's now, naked do you, on the floor. Do they you know why? They tilled up a penis. Yeah. Is pretty, there a reason nice why penis. she played the part? Uh, I think I, she was like, at, at this budget level, I've got to do at least three roles. The director, that Luca Guadagnino, he really likes Tilda. They, they've worked together before. They're really good friends. And she plays three parts in the movie. She's, uh, what, Madame Blanca? She plays it's Marcos. Is it Blanc? It's just Blanc. It's Blanc. There you go. Sorry. Uh, Marco. Um, or Marcos. Marcos. This, Sorry. This, I'm getting all these names wrong. Pause. Just for the people listening, this is the first time I really wish we were streaming live on YouTube. Because the look on Jared's face when he went, it's just Blanc, was priceless. <laughs> really? I didn't even realize. Sorry. He's like, you uncultured swine. <laughs> well, you know, I still couldn't remember um, Chloe Grace Moretz's character's name, and you knew that, so... Well, wait. Well, that's awesome. We got, we got that off air. Patricia. Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then the third character, of course, is the Doctor. Yeah, the Doctor. Yeah. So he was just like, I want you to play everybody. He's but like, you can't. He's like, so. you, you know what would be great is if you could play this role, but you know, we've already got your cash. He's like, I'll do it. Really? Yeah, I, I think they just enjoy working together. Yeah, you just yeah. making things complicated. That's what they enjoy doing. Well, he also had like some something in the, like the marketing PR interviews where he's been saying like, you know, really this is a woman's movie. There, you know, there there should have been a woman playing that part. I don't know. I guess he's got a point. But that's what he wanted to do. So, rock and roll. Yeah, totes. Yeah, I was just curious if there was a reason not just to cast an old man. <laughs> Yeah, because, I, I mean, there's no reason for it in the movie, because, yeah, like you said, there's no flashbacks or anything like no. that. There's no story reason. I mean, there it's was strange, because no sometimes you hear, like, you know, people getting mad about, well, why'd you cast this when you could have cast, you know, this person, someone from this to play this, and... 
Because men have had enough, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, you're all white German men it, have it, enough. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> They've had their day. Well, you're, yeah, well, you're taking out like an old white German guy and replacing it with a female. I don't think anybody's really going to complain I too think much. It's about making that a one. statement, Jeremy. <laughs> we got to all say fuck old white German men. Row, row, fight the power. Wow, this is getting uh, this is getting weird here. <laughs> What'd you expect? Did you see the movie? Yeah, like fuck, that's man. true. We haven't even started yet. Oh uh, yeah. Well, well, how you? What did you guys think about how this movie was shot? Because you know the first film, Suspiria. I mean, the entire like time when we got out of that after the first viewing, we were like, oh man, the colors. Look at the yeah, red. Yeah. Look at the blue. Well, they the definitely green. went the opposite direction this with very colors. Muted. Yeah, right. Almost to the point, I had trouble seeing some scenes. Did y'all have that problem? Uh, maybe toward the end a little bit, because there's there's a real graphic scene at the end where everybody starts exploding on screen and well, it gets red. That has a very red overlay, just like you know, the when in in the original when they're all in the gym, they're, they're all where where they're yes. all kind of sleeping. Yeah, you know, and you get the uh, the shadow of the of the of the witch, mother uh, mother mother suspirium, you know, kind of like breathing, cre- creeping on all the girls. <laughs> it's like, man, if I heard someone breathing like that, no way. Creepy witch. Yeah, I didn't know if the lights in the theater were just on too bright or. It's kind of a dull movie. Um, but I mean, there's Picture some moments. Well, <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> Watch your mouth, Brian. Yeah, picture white. But th- there's some moments of color that they add in. Um, I don't know if they were doing that as homages every now and again, but they, there was a couple moments where they brought some blue in. Yeah. And some of the dream sequences. And there's even a, a moment, like, in her room where they go turn a light on um, to console that, one of the girls. That colorful blob of light that goes... That's the that's the embodiment of, of her dreams mm-hmm. that she's trying to get her to follow. Or, you know, first, like, kind of, like, hypnotize and... Because that's what dreams look like. I've seen them. Yeah, we, we, well, when you're a witch and you manifest a dream and you, like, pull it out, you know, kind of like out of, in Harry Potter, they pull the, the, the their um, their memories out and put it into the pensive. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing, but, like, dreams are more so fantastical. You, like, you pull so. it out of your pocket and you throw it over there and yeah. you see it. When you're a witch, that's how it works. Look, right. you have to suspend your disbelief because to, to think that they're witches, then they can definitely create a dream cloud. Yeah. It was a weird-looking dream cloud, though. You know? It's kind of like, look, we've only got like $40,000 for this effect. Make it work. <laughs> I didn't know if they were <laughs> they trying to go with, like... the first season of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if it was like a visual element, because like early in the movie, they, they do all these shots where you see uh, Madame Blanc, and she's like standing behind glass, and we're like revealing... Her, where she's watching uh, Dakota yeah. Johnson's character, right? You know, and we'll like push through or, or rack focus to her through glass, and that's kind of what this the dream apparition looks like. It, it kind of looks like a weird, different panes of glass and light. almost like a prism. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah, that's a great light, yeah, light that, coming through a prism. Yeah, kind yeah. of a floating. Yeah, that's a great way to describe it. I'm not saying it's a bad effect. It's just colorful. Yeah, I just, man, I guess there's like so much in the movie, like some of the themes and interpretations on stuff, I, I get a little lost on. They just had to figure out how to get her down to the ritual at the end. So once they figured that out, they were like, look. And it took so them we, a lot longer than it did in the original. Right. And so they, they had to, they, so that, that was the idea. To look, okay, so they're, we're going to manifest this dream cloud, and it's going to be the white rabbit that takes her down to the ritual. Now, we need to establish that earlier in the film, so we got to set it up, you know, beyond. And and they set it up in dialogue before you ever see it, you know. I've, I've been I've been sharing my dreams with her. Yeah, so you really didn't have to see it. You could have just known. Yeah, she she could have just been like writhing in her sleep, you know. Yeah, but they made a conscious choice to show it in this, you know, and like you said, and in sometimes randomly. Prison. Yeah, it's. I'm not 100 percent sure why. Because the director wanted it. Yeah, that's, that's what we're going to keep saying in this. It's because that's what he wanted. I mean, well, the movie's just got it's it's kind of all over the place thematically. Um, I mean, it's, I think the the main theme is division and how we're gonna unify at the end, right? And bring everything together. But like everything is divided. Like uh, it, t- it takes place uh, in 1977. We have East and West Berlin. Yeah, I definitely divided get the by divided the Berlin Wall nature yeah. of everything. Yeah, I, like even the title card, it, it says like uh, divided into like six chapters plus an epilogue. Yeah, 
Like you get that <laughs> with the studio um, presents card, and you get you get all these World War Two references where these characters have survived World War Two. They're dealing with uh, ho- not only Holocaust memories, but just their country is torn apart, and everybody is is feeling the effects of that and the aftermath of it, and. I don't know how some of those themes carry on with the female empowerment, plus what happens later at the end with Madame Blanca and her her takeover. But I guess we'll get to that later. But I just don't know. I just don't know if all the themes fit together in this two and a half hour runtime. I feel like some of them maybe should have been saved for a sequel or something like well, that. They probably didn't think they were going to get a sequel, Brian. So they probably had to like, look, we can do it now or it's never going to happen. Yeah. They just, I feel like something should have been taken out of here. Like it's almost too much to comprehend. And I, I think saw it's it about twice. 45 minutes too long. I mean, if you could cut it down to around an hour and a half, you know, maybe a little less. I mean, we're American boys here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and watch all this. Is all this dancing needed? <laughs> hey, you got to keep it moving, guys. <laughs> We're used to the Avengers. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that. Isn't that like close to two and a half hours? <laughs> it's a joke. That's the reason. But I that picked. movie moves. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Iron Man blowing this shit up in the space clouds. You Damn. ever seen Thanos? Man, <laughs> couldn't take my eyes off that purple motherfucker. He got purple nuts <laughs> it, on his it chin. It's supposed to be a comedy with irony, guys. <laughs> it's lost on me right now, Jeremy. <laughs> no, I mean, I definitely got the divided theme. I'm not. Still not 100% with you on the bringing together part. Well, that's I can see resolution divided, and then there's a resolution. Well, the, the bringing together well, as if, in as yeah. in now everyone has somebody to follow that that they everybody because at the beginning or, maybe, or dies. Well, yeah, I don't see like if you if you separate two groups and then you kill half of them, that's not really bringing the groups okay, together. Well, think of, well, think of it more that's of this resolving the division. Okay, well, let me there put it go. like this then, where it's like a war. Right, where everyone's divided, and we pick our different sides, and at the end, one side wins out. Right, that's a resolution, not a bringing together. Well, things are no longer divided. Right. Now we have one Okay, I can agree with one you on country. that. Yeah, I agree there. I just, yeah. That, the, I, the concept of We're bringing the coven together. together. <laughs> yeah, the, co- the coven comes together as a whole. Everybody's using well, their hands, by the way. Togetherness. So the we're, we're, we're literally we're bringing our hands yeah. in. And we're saying yeah, yeah. it really slow. It's kind of like we're like two, t- taking <laughs> it, well, two I'm pieces just, of some medallion and sticking them together I, to make this. I like have magnets. this neutron. You yeah. have this. Po- oh, sorry. Yes. I don't know, to me, like bringing it together would be that even the people that voted for Marcos joins her. But that's not what happens. She just kills them all. So it's. Well, There's resolution. Well, that's what happens not. in the witch world when you when you choose poorly, Benson. Your and in Indiana Jones. Explodes. Yeah, your head explodes. <laughs> you chose wisely. That's right. When, when when you're asked to vote, you fucking say Madame Blanc. Damn. You better. What about the camera work? Because I thought that was magnificent. No, no, no. It was shot really well. And they, they, they do a lot of that... Um, and I even think that kind of lends into your division thing, where they, they they dirty the frame a lot. You know, they shoot through things, and they try to they try to make it a little voyeuristic feeling at times. Yeah, to kind of make you know, it feels like there's always somebody watching. E- even with all the use of mirrors, it's like you know, it's like it's just like this kind of like constant like. And even the color grade now, things can come from anywhere. You know, thinking about it now, like the color grade, I don't know if he he did this on purpose, but the end scene. Where it's springtime and you know, live happily ever after. Oh yeah, 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 at the very last shot. Now that's a lot yeah. brighter. Um, yeah. So is. there be you know there may be a metaphor there in the the color grade of this murky world they're living in that is now resolved. Did it end in springtime? You know, for rebirth. Well, that, I mean, that's even a great. That goes another division thing where you have the heart on the side of the building. The rebirth is a good word for what. Instead of resolution, yeah, right. I'll, I'll use your word now. Re- rebirth. Well, it's not really a. Uh, it is too because like uh, because uh, Suspirium was reborn, and you know, and then the she's so, reborn. Uh, she's reborn, but uh, the coven. I don't know it, if the it's 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 a, it's a, it's a re, it's yeah. When you go in, then you, I think, you completely I think of it more like, of a, like a clean house because like that. No, because like another one of the themes is like getting over World War Two. Right, it's the healing. You know, I guess, I guess that's maybe the division and then the healing. How about I, that? Yeah, I can go with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, pl- it plays into the themes of, like, the World War II and 
we got to get over this thing. To, although I don't know, it does it, have that kind of like we saw that one video with the concentration camp theme. The, is the movie saying that that's good though or not? No, I'm a Surely little. Not. I'm a little. I'm a little iffy on it because, like the man, the old man that he has his, the wife that she died in the concentration camp, and he finally finds out uh, about her story later in the movie, right? And then he's told that it's not true. Yeah, but well, the witch. Uh, no, he, I'm talking about like the very, very end when he's told really what happens to her. Oh yeah, and yeah. She and then she erases. The she erases his memory. She takes yeah. the memory and she says, "No one, sh- you shouldn't live with this guilt and shame." Yeah, she, but she, which you know. is symbolic of right. we should remember the past, but still because it's dangerous to forget it or this stuff will happen again. Right. Yeah. Well, that video was saying it like it was a bad thing. And I was like, well, I didn't read that scene as she was doing something terrible to him. Well, see, we remember we disagreed on that coming out of the theater. Because you were like, but yeah, but now he doesn't have to miss his wife. I'm yeah, but he doesn't have to remember her either. Like, he doesn't get those memories. Yeah. She, she, she's not only taking away his grief, she's taking away the person he's loved the most. That's what happens when you're dealing with witches. What you think is good. <laughs> Was he was he in a good place where he was, or was his life was his life kind of pathetic anyway? Well, he was a psychiatrist until Patricia showed up. Yeah, but he didn't really have anybody but that one woman taking care of him. Hey, he didn't even have a dog. Some people have none, and he had one. That's true. That he paid, but she cared. She <laughs> made him soup. Damn it! She did make him soup, and then he left before he got a chance to eat. Yeah, I don't know. I'm confused on, on what the the message is on that. That's bad. Or... I think there's conflicting messages on purpose, personally. Well, I just think there's so many fucking messages that I don't know. No, it, it is weird. Like, cause, you know, watching Suspiria, the, the original, you know, while there is stuff to pull from the movie, it's definitely not this loaded with theme and metaphor. And... Oh, man, this is a lot more story in it. Yeah, a lot more. Story. It's an hour longer than the original. Yeah, this is like the novel version. And you know what I really, really liked about this version better than the the first one. The witches did witchy shit. Like yeah, when they, they killed people, they didn't like. Oh, let me conjure up a werewolf hand guy with bad fingernails to stab people. It's like, wait, you're a witch. Why? Why are you? <laughs> why are we stabbing people? Because the guy that made it made slasher movies. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone that gave me shit for like uh, calling uh, the original Suspirio a, a giallo, you know, which is an Italian slasher. It's like, well, when your main killer is killing people with a knife, what the fuck? I don't care if there are witches in the movie. They mm. die by knife. Freddy Krueger's a slasher. There you go, right? I'll back you on that. Yeah. It's a supernatural slasher. <laughs> they can be. Jason can. after part six. But this is just straight up witch film. And they do some cool witch shit in there, especially like the they're making that breaking that one girl's, like just all her bones, man. Oh, oh God, the, the, the contortion, her. the contortion, like what did, I, um, what did I say? That's the most screwed up kung fu, kung fu scene I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, a lot of people have trouble it. with that scene. They don't understand what's actually happening there, but it's pretty clear that Blanc goes over and she kind of casts a spell. She grabs her hands and yeah. controls I mean, they, her. They show the little light the in little, her yeah. hand. Yeah, they yeah they lingered on like she touches her hand. How does Susie not look down and see that on her hands? I'd be like, why are my fingers glowing? Well, she knows when she's. Does she know at that point? I don't know. Remember, her mom said that her the worst thing she's ever done was had that chick. That's a clue. Well, that's because she's a Mennonite. Mennonites know what's up. They do. She knew her 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 daughter was something wrong with that one. She pretty, but she crazy. Yeah, I, I definitely read it like the Susie character was you – know, like she was like a – Rebirth of Sus- Mother Suspiria. Well, I didn't think she was a rebirth. Of, I, th- I think she was like a, a vessel and she's she didn't know – No, see, I think she was – I think she's Mother Suspirium rebirth. If – pay attention to her dialogue. She says, she says a couple times, my whole life has been to come here. Yeah. This was my destiny. But like, I don't think she knows why. I don't think she knows, but I think – that's what she is and then as she's there she's learning what she is by the demon thing in the in the basement 
Yeah, I don't know if she... Uh, yeah, I don't know. See, I, I kind of took it like the demon... Uh, whatever, the actual mother superior spirit or whatever the fuck it is kind of seeped into her at that ritual. Yeah, totally. No, nah, because she's... Before the thing even shows up, she I think says, she's like, I am she. And then that's when everything goes to hell in a handbasket. Well, I think what she means when she's like, I am Mother Suspirium. I think what she's, you know, like, I am the... And then she did that Freddy Krueger thing, Krueger thing, where she rips her, rips chest, her chest open. open yeah. Yeah, yeah, because there's a line. It's like, you know, I'm, they're going to hollow me out and eat my cunt on a plate or something. Yeah. Or a platter. They'll hollow you out and eat your cunt on a plate. I was wondering what they did to her, because... I guess that's how they... You got to make a little vagina in your uh, in your chest to receive mother's like a good chest vagina. <laughs> if you oh, can't no. find a hole, cut your own. That's what I always say. <laughs> really, Jared? How often yeah, do you I say you've that? seen Crash, right? <laughs> I, I still stand by that she was Mother Suspirium. <laughs> she came there to eventually take back over the coven from Marcos. Right. And Mark, I think Marcos has been lying to them, saying that she's made a pact with Mother Suspirium, and that's why when she says, "What mother did you make a pact with?" and she goes, "Mother Suspirium," and then she goes, "I am she." Marcos is like, "Oh shit!" Ah, fuck! I fucked up. I should have picked the other one. I don't think there was like a a question of her like which mother she made a pact with. Yeah, she asked her, "Who did you make your pact with?" Yeah. I and think then, just because she wants her to say the name. And then Marco to says... To make her realize. Mother Suspiria. Yeah. And then Susie says, I am she. The look on Marcos's face, to me, I'm reading it as, oh, crap, I li- I'm lying, and she just busted me. I should have picked another one. Oh, yeah, no, I did not read it that way at and all. And then she realizes at that point that Suspirium is here to take her little witch tribe back. No, I, I read it as, like, she, she's been... Jumping bodies so much and abusing the girls in the school and using all this witchcraft for her own means instead of for the, I guess, for the betterment of feminism, Mother Suspirium decides to come back and cleanse the coven. We both agree that she's cleansing the cup, well, taking the coven for herself. Yeah. But I think she came as Mother Suspirium. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't think, I don't think Marcos was like surprised by. Or well, like, we'll have to agree to disagree on that. I mean, you can read it any either way, though. I mean, there's not like a... That's the thing. There's no line in the movie that so what, that tells you. What is the trailer? Like, I, I never even saw the trailer for this. Well, we're about to cool. watch it right now. Oh, good segue. How'd y'all like that? It's very nice. At the beginning, she gave me things. Perfect balance. Perfect sleep. Oh, she wants to get inside of me. I can feel her. Oh, she can see me. When you dance the dance of another, you make yourself in the image of its creator. I feel like I'm not even here yet. Complex, incredible. One, two, three. The way she transmits her work. You have to decide what is it you want to be for this company. There's more in that building than what you can see, Doctor. You are living with dangerous people. Three mothers. You're making some kind of deal with them.
spearhead poured with a really <clears throat> nice head on it. Look at that. It's very, like, picturesque. It is. It's nice. And on that note... Oh, I didn't know you were rolling. We're back. <laughs> that was a trailer for Suspiria. And seeing that trailer, it's not as muted as it was in the theater we saw it in. Yeah, and it actually looks really good. It's got this, like, 70s kind of feel. It's got a nice grain to it. Yeah, no, I mean, that. Uh, yeah, it looked a little bit brighter, but... Yeah. Yeah. Theater lights maybe up a tad in, in our screen. Also, we're, we're a little more inebriated now than we were when we saw it, so maybe... I'm not. Oh, that's right. Well, never mind. Jeremy's sober. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. <laughs> I liked it more. <laughs> oh, I thought that, the movie was great, man. I, I thought I, that I, trailer I like was that. great. That's a great trailer. I, I think it does a good job, like, setting it up. Yeah, no, I have nothing but compliments on how it was shot. Um, yeah. Yeah, great. Like, costume design, uh, all that stuff with, the, like, the, the, the red ropey sexiness that they put on at the end. Oh yeah, is is really good. I love uh, Tilda um, Swinton's like a robe. Oh yeah, this kind of like real like loose, but it's long and flowy. Yeah, yeah she's I just fucking smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking hot. Yeah, she's in just, a really witchy way. Yeah, she's just like I just fucking ruin your ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but th- there's also a lot of really like awesomely creepy things, like that hook thing, like that that meat the the crazy meat hook that apparently yeah, uh that they use to carry victims on yeah that, that apparently you can if you chunk it in a river they can still find it you got it dirty well that was uh <laughs> that was marcos so the marcos filthy. uh river uh whatever her hook yeah so she knew where it was yeah she could feel it yeah well you know once you've used things a lot of times you kind of create a bond with it so you know you can tell <laughs> if it's around especially if you've it's probably got a curse on it, or, you know, they've probably done some coven shit. Well, yeah, if you're a witch, I'm sure you pray over everything, because there are some, like, really, like, um, <clears throat> crazy religious people that, like, uh, I'm not going to say you're crazy, but it's a little bit crazy to me. But, uh, you know, they have different candles for certain things, and, and you you put, like, you know, you... Oh, you're you're, you're gonna you're about to go on a trip. I've I've been around people, like, they're about to go on a trip, and they'll, like, put some oil on you and pray over you because you're about to, you know, make a long journey. Okay. So I'm just saying, so I, I totally see her like casting a a spell on her on her favorite hook. <laughs> but I will say that that's some really great when the girl takes uh the hook to the uh psychiatrist to uh to Dr. Um Tilda uh <laughs> Dr. Tilda Swift. Joseph. Dr. Dr. Tilda to Joseph. Uh old dude. And, yeah, and then he like throws the hook on the table and it, and they just sit there for like this like fifteen second shot. Yeah, it's like just like rocking. Shot. That's yeah. badass, and that's a really clever use of sound to create suspense. You know, because it's a very it's, patient movie with its shots. Oh yeah, yeah. They they they're they're really. They, it's shot like an older film. It looks seventies ish. That they, they they pace it slowly. Even yeah, some I, of the camera moves are slightly shaky. Like oh yo, dude, yeah, totally. Crane shots, and, especially at the beginning. Oh uh, yeah, it, it it it's very loose. Yeah, like, like an older film, like like in like uh, I've mentioned this on previous podcasts. It's, it's funny how we watch these older films and the can- like. My cousin Vinny is a great example of this, to where all the uh, the, the crane stuff do- doesn't really, it's not smooth. They just they just basically roughly get the framing and it's a little loose and it lands. That's yeah. how this movie is, it, especially at the beginning. It, it gets tighter as it goes. Well, I th- you have less people like reviewing it as well. Then playback a little bit harder. Monitors were smaller too. Yeah, that's true. Did you get it? Yeah, it was good. Let's move on. <laughs> we got to make this day here. They watch Rushes and they're like, fuck. <laughs> Just pick the best one. <laughs> well, you're, you're right about the 70s stuff. Like, um, like there's a, a really great uh, shot in Taxi Driver where um, Robert De Niro's like talking on the phone, on, on some payphone, right? Yeah. And Martin Scorsese just takes the camera and moves it out into the hallway. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of the one of those shots. I've always wondered, you know, what what that said to the audience. I saw an interview finally with Scorsese, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I just thought his conversation was so so unimportant that we just we'd rather see the hallway. That's more interesting." <laughs> and it's just it's one I of those. Wonder if he's bullshitting with that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, just, it's one of those. It's one of those like camera moves that you just see it in the film. There's a, there's moves just like that in this movie where um, I'm thinking of like the part where like Susie is first introduced into the dance group, the whole troupe, and she's getting ready to um, take over and play the lead right. in this dance. Because right. she studied it. Right? And right she, before she, she speaks up, it, yeah. 
Like uh, Madame Blanc's going around the room like, who wants to try this? And she's asking it. Right before she speaks up, you hear her talk off screen. Right. And you're, you're, you're seeing all the other dancers. And then the minute she speaks, we get this huge camera move. And it, it zeroes in on her. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of like all eyes turn on her. Exactly. It's just this big, bombastic camera move. It's kind of out of place in the film, but they, they do it enough times. It's a nice callback. Right. And it's a good character move. There's a lot of, like, it, let's say the first, like, third of the film, there's some interesting camera stuff where they kind of get a little weird and crazy with it, like, kind of setting things up. But I think it actually, once it finally lands into the, in the pace of the film, it's pretty standard from there on out. Yeah. I mean, he's returning to the same visual motifs he's established earlier yeah, in the film. Yeah, but, but there's a lot of weird, loose, ta- wacky shit that they do at the beginning. Like kinda... I thought it was a good job of storytelling with the camera. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely... Yeah, definitely visually shot, and the production design too. I mean, that wall right outside that school. That oh, is dude. so fucking awesome, dude! It <laughs> yeah, it's so it's, it's perfect. Uh, you know, to to set the tone for you know, like trying to like you said, the division and all that. The wall is right there. Yeah. Just, I mean, as soon as you open the door, oh, there's the wall. <laughs> and they, they use it so well later in the movie, especially like uh, when um, well, it's kind of cages you in. Yeah, yeah. Like, where the hell are you gonna go? The witches are after you. Yeah, it blocks the way they use it with the characters, like, and it, it blocks them in. And they can only shoot from like one side, and then yeah. it's either you sh- you either see the school or you see the wall, right? Or you see both, right? It's nice. <clears throat> it's I, nice when they when they play those shots out in different sequences. Yeah, and um, at the end, uh, t- toward the end, where they uh, the two witches run out and and grab the old man. Yes, that jump scare is probably the the it, bleh, that got me. I was like, all right, because I wouldn't say this movie's scary. I think it's a little disturbing, but there, there was that was definitely like a scare. That was like a ah. well, that's a that's a great moment. That's exactly what I'm talking about because they they shot that whole beginning of that sequence when, you know, he's with his girl and you're seeing the wall, yeah, the entire time. And then right. when the witches come out, that's when it's the boom. It's because reveal. It's, 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 like, it's like out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, they fuck. They led me to the school. Yeah. Oh, I love. Yeah, you're right. That that, that builds perfectly to right there. That, and that's when you get the that's switch. One of the best moments in the movie. Yeah. It's like the build up to that moment. You're like, holy fuck! It's like now we're off to the races. Yeah, they they switch their uh, their line of action in just a great moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. That means classic Hitchcock, but well done. Well, yeah, yeah. You gonna you gonna steal? You steal from the master. What did you, what did you guys think of the uh, the first uh, scene? The uh, the psychiatrist and. The movie just coming out and telling you it's uh, it's witches it's right wi- from the beginning scene. Yeah, it's witches, bitches. Um, I think everybody. Are, I think they're, they're going from the everybody already knows, anyways. Because if you're going to remake a movie, then it's going to be talked about, especially something like that. So I think that yeah, it makes sense that That's they true. would that they would just go ahead and do that because we already know. I feel like they also have so much story to tell. It's kind of like redoing Titanic, and you already know it's going to sink. Oh, okay, all right. You know what I mean? Saying, yeah. So you already know how It'd it's going to go. It'd be fun to throw a curveball, make Titanic, <laughs> and then you don't sink it. It's just all about the... Jack <laughs> figures out a way to like bolt this thing together and saves the ship. He's well, down there with a blowtorch. No, yeah. sealing it up. That's why he dies, because he gets hypothermia. And then it's actually... Uh, at the, at the, you know, he goes under, he fixes the ship, and then she pulls him up. and he So instead of drowning, she pulls him out of the water, and he dies of hypothermia. There you go. So we kind of reverse everything. Turns into a popsicle. Leo Pops. And then he hands her that like rock. He's like, when I was under the... <laughs> He's like, when I was under the I ship, found I found this. this. Yeah. And she's like, what is that? And throws it in the ocean. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no! <laughs> he dies jumping off the ship after. You know, and that, that's where we actually start. We go back, you know, it starts in nowadays, and we're actually looking for that rock down there because it was thrown down. We have to find the heart of the ocean. <laughs> this stream of conscious segue brought to you by Samuel Adams. Wasn't expecting to go there tonight. <laughs> yeah, you know, Titanic reimagined. You know, the, you know, Titanic two is about electric to, boogaloo. Is, is uh, there? There, it's in talks. They're 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 going to build it and sail it. Wait, what? An exact replica of Titanic. Really? Yeah. I, will, I no, I didn't even. Heard I will not this. get on it. <laughs> that just seems I like a bad tour, idea. Wait, I will why an exact it? replica? I'll go tour it if it's in dock. Let's make it better. But I'm not going to get <laughs> right. out there. <laughs> well, I'm sure it'll have modern engines and all that, but it, it'll be like a, <laughs> I'm sure it'll have Wi-Fi. You know, I mean, it'll it'll you know <laughs> you'll, you'll you'll be able to get a fucking margarita with a beer in it. Look, I mean, Jared, you know. I want the simple things like 
floating on water. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll float for a few days and then it sinks. <laughs> Warning, ice. Because I'm really looking forward to seeing that ass end go up, you know, out of the water. Like, I want to sit on the sit on the raft and watch that fucker go down. I don't. Fuck that. Oof. People jumping off, hitting the propellers and shit. That's oh, the best dude. part of Titanic when uh, that dude flips off the back and he hits the propeller. Boom. You see I love bounce. Titanic, man. I, I love that movie. I really enjoyed it. I, I, um, have you seen Neil deGrasse Tyson give uh, James Cameron shit? He's like... They fixed it. Did they fix it? It's fixed. Okay, that's cool. The sky he, is yeah. fixed. They he went said, back he and said, you went through all this fucking, fucking sky. You went through all this shit. But I'm not sure. I, don't, I haven't heard this story. What is, so when they originally did it, they just put a star field up there. But Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson's like, we have the technology to know where all the constellations and stars would have been then. And you went wrong. through all of this, like shit to like make it like accurate and you couldn't put the fucking stars where they're supposed to be you're kidding i swear to god (laughs) so when they did the uh 3d re-release in theaters they they put the stars where they're supposed to be that's amazing that's cool and you know you i guarantee you those guys are like are you fucking kidding me just exactly they're 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 all benson you know they're like are you fucking kidding me james cameron's like it must be done damn it do it now i have been challenged (laughs) (laughs) it's not perfect the line was drawn. Sixty million people went and saw that movie, and nobody thought that except for one person. Yep. And he's like, "Hey, that one person had a problem. Fix it." He did. He did get a little crazy on that movie with his attention to detail. Yeah, except for the stars. Things. Yeah. And Billy Zane's wig, man, that was a great wig. You know, Billy Zane's bald. Yeah. That's a great wig. Well, he had hair though. I mean, are you sure? I thought that was like no. a toupee. Billy Zane's wearing a straight up wig. Is that a wig? I think so. Have you seen the Phantom? Yeah, he's bald. Yeah, well, he yeah. shaved his head. No, he can, he can, he's naturally he, bald. Well, you think you think he does the Friar Tuck horseshoe? Yeah, he's he's okay. got hair. Yeah, uh, have you seen Dead Calm? See that he's rocking his actual hair in that movie. Okay, yeah, he's What's got good, some hair. It's a good toupee in uh, in Billy Zane. Yeah, I, I thought it was a toupee. Maybe it is a wig. I don't know. Maybe he just shaved it and they were like, you know what? Fuck they it. did a good job. It looks good. It's got that nice little like kind of comb over thing. What Come back here, Rose. I got a special place <clears> in my heart for Billy Zane, though. Oh, man. I have a child! <laughs> We're going to talk about him in Back to the Future Part 2 when we get to that. Nice. I have a special place in my heart for Kate. Kate? Kate Winslet. She's hot. Mm-hmm. And everybody goes silent. Yeah, she dude. I'm, I know, I'm in, I'm in my brain, I'm just thinking about her hand, like, hitting the... Fu- they're inside that, that fucking uh, Model T car, and they're fucking... And it gets all... <laughs> And it, and it gets all like hot and steamy, and that super fucking iconic shot of her fucking hand. Jared, they and were her, making love. They were fucking. They were making love, Jared. <laughs> it was sweet and Look, sensual. Listen, they were listen, dancing listen, before. Listen, you can make love and fuck at the same time. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, so her hand like hits the glass and like I'm slides with down. Him. Like the way that hand hits, I, I don't imagine her going make love to me. I imagine uh, her she, saying dude, they're. Fucking yeah, bro! It was her first time, dude. Bro, she was gonna have that reaction bro, Jack, no matter what happened. Bro, Jack, okay? Jack was like living, <laughs> dude. He's he's a fucking street rat. Wasn't his first time. Yeah, that's right. He's been up in some petticoat. He look. It may have been her first time, but he was rocking her world. I guarantee fucking tit. And he'd already seen those titties, and he'd like studied them a little bit. He's like, I know what I'm gonna do with them. Fucking oh titties. yeah, dude. He was. <laughs> <laughs> I got a road map on that body. Uh, he's like, like I know every inch of them motherfuckers. I'm seeing them like across the room. Mate, get them motherfuckers. Away. I never thought the Suspiria podcast <laughs> would bring this conversation about. Uh, but I'm so glad it did. I don't remember how we got here, but uh, I'm glad we did. I think we've really accomplished something today, gentlemen. I feel the same way. <laughs> We've informed the world of what her thoughts would have been in that car. <laughs> Man. You making love or you fuck it? I guarantee you that you at some fuck? point later in her life, she went and bought an exact replica of that car. And she probably even got with her current husband and like was like, look, I, I, can you do something for she me? She was popping out a lot of kids. No, no she's, like, she's like, I know this is kind of weird, but can we like, can we do it in the car? And dude's like, really? I was like, yeah, but can we like, pull the car into a warehouse. Yeah, I mean, like you know, <laughs> it's just something. It's just it's just this like thing that I've had for a long time, and I just like to like try it. Is that okay? They're like, okay, that's cool. Well, seeing how greedy she was on that piece of wood, right? I imagine she kicked him out of bed awful lot. Well, and I also imagine them like get, like doing it and getting into it, and and the car doesn't ever really steam up enough, and she she's like wanting to do the hand slap thing again, but it just it just won't get there, and she just gets frustrated and goes in, and dude's like, what the fuck is wrong? What did I do? What, what did I do wrong? She's like, it's not you, it's me. He's like, no, seriously, but this time it really is her, because you know when when they say that, that's not true. It's not you, it's me. 
it's you. But this time it was. But he's like, what did I do? What? And they probably ended up getting a divorce over that. Yeah. Because she could never let go of that Jack. Anyways. How she, she killed him. That, she, she'll never let him go, but she wow. fucking let him go. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, so that, that he's bugs dead the totally fuck out of me, because dude. of her. Yeah, I mean, she. she's like, I'll never let you go. Let go. Death. <laughs> <laughs> he's like. <laughs> she meets him in the afterlife, dude. She does. But that guy. And I bet he kicked her ass. He gave her all those kids. <laughs> and married her. Yeah. For all those decades. You imagine when he when he dies and goes up to heaven and then she's like hanging out with Jack and he's like, hey, what the fuck, Rose? <laughs> <laughs> now, what movie are we talking about? Wait, wait. Now, sorry. What movie are we talking about? Suspiria. That's right. All right. So. Shut um, up. What was your favorite part of the film, boys? I really like the opening credits, man. I like that music. Your, your favorite part of the film is the credits? No, it wasn't my favorite part, but I really did like it. <laughs> well, then why'd you answer the it's question? It's the first thing I saw that I completely lost interest afterwards. <laughs> no, it was, the, it was the first thing I could think credits? about. That was, uh, it was the mother uh, getting ready to uh, be prepared um, to lay down on her deathbed. Oh, yeah. They're doing right. like some with, kind with of the, weird With that crazy breathing. <laughs> well, you know, mother of size, right. so it yeah. makes sense. She was always... She came from the mother of size, right. bro. Oh, this is something I wanted to talk about. I didn't like, as I watched it, how quickly she changed. What do you mean? Who? Susie. So as she goes in... But, but no, no. But I, 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 as we've talked about it, I've, I've kind of been turned around on it. Because like it just seems like she kind of like... Okay, so you're thinking the whole time you're watching it is like, oh, holy shit, you're kind of on her side, and you don't want anything bad to happen to her. Yeah. So you're like, okay, cool, so she's falling into this place, and, and she's being corrupted by these witches, and, and there being spells put on her, and all she, dude, she just wants to dance. She, she, she's, she's followed this lady her whole life, and she, she like, you know, skipped, she like ran away from home or skipped school or something and went and saw her dance, and it was a big deal, so she's always wanted to come and like work under this woman. and Little hero you, you know, this, the, Yeah, yeah, totally, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So you're, you're like with her. That's totally cool, and you don't You're want into the Rocky story, right? You you don't want her to turn bad, but she's like s- slips into it, and she's digging it. And I'm just kind of like, man, I think she kind of, I, I kind of felt that was a little too easy, but that makes sense because she's the vessel. Like she she's she's she was born to this, so it's no, she's of course she takes to it like water because fuck, this is who she is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I think they kind of, I think they spell it out in the movie. I think it just get it gets lost. I'm just saying, like on, on like my my initial like feelings on that. Yeah. But then as we talk about it, I'm like, okay, because when I you know, because when you're thinking about trying to analyze something, you're like, well, I see why that is. Well, dude, it's so fucking long. There's so much. You know what I mean? It's like when you get <laughs> done with is, the movie, it's like, damn, this is a, this is a lot to digest. And, and the problem is, I I really would like to watch it again, but it's it, it is a lot. You know, you, it, yeah. it, it, it's a commitment. Um, I think it's better to go and not knowing how long it is. <laughs> and the more we talk about it, I still. I'm still standing on she's the mother when she shows up because there's moments where she's even manipulating Blanc. Well, the the thing comes out and goes into her, and then she goes apeshit crazy and starts popping heads. That's the thing that that's 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 Suspirium. That that you know the thing the thing that rapes her on the dance floor. It didn't rape her. It puts its hand up. Like, no, the, no. The, she's the, like she's like no because when she goes back, she's like totally like. Uh, and she's like rolling all around, and I'm like, I'm getting a fucking boner sitting here next to these boys. But uh, you know, but then, but then she then she, then she goes and talks to her friend. It. It wasn't rape, she okay, goes Jerry. and talks to her friend, and she's like, Did you feel something down there? When now, you I have dancing? a question here, and only probably you can answer this. Okay, I'm listening. All right, so awesome scene. Girl goes into the room of mirrors. Susie dances. Yeah. And every time she makes a move, it, it kung fu it and some bones. beats up her yeah. buddy downstairs. Crazy dislocated arm behind her head. Now, oh. if, oh. if you were in the mirror room when she was making love with the demon thing, and that's a separate. That's a separate instance. It's a separate. So scene. you wouldn't experience anything in the mirror room. No. Damn. I see what you're saying though, and I like what you're thinking. But the, I think the only other person who was experiencing that puss was Mother Suspirium. Mm. Yeah, I like those, how like those um, were different scenes, though. Yeah, definitely different well, I know scenes. Different scenes. No, what yeah. he's what he's saying was if you were just so happened to be walking like through if you were the, the mirror room, and yeah, you, were yeah, you walk into the mirror room, and then that's going on, and just basically whatever happens in the mirror room is is like mirrored up there, and you just all this, oh. But it would probably be you know hands going up your ass or something. You see what you're saying? Yeah, you're lost. No. 
any anything you do in the dance room, it just happens in the mirror room. Yeah. So yeah. if you no, just happen to I walk in there, you, you'd be fucking her too, or you'd be getting fucked by Mother Suspirium. She's probably ramming that fist with those giant claws. Because you're right. She do, do you feel something in your? Yeah. She's like she's like. Do you feel something down there? Well, yeah, but that's because she reached up and like you know was like. I th- I kept thinking like she was gonna. I thought they were going to actually do a birthing thing. Like, actually, she split do a her literally... chest open and the bitch went inside no, of her. No, I mean, like, actually deliver a baby. Like, oh. deliver a new Mother Marcos all over the floor via <laughs> vagina. Comes out with the glasses. With, Birth with, with, canal with, and... With Christopher this Lloyd. This is the strangest <laughs> review ever. <laughs> well, it's a really strange movie, Jeremy. It has to be on par. But anyways, isn't it weird how, how Mother Marcos... Like weird baby arm aside, and Ugh. and all the like weird tumors. <laughs> you know what she, you know what she looked like yeah, to me. Yeah, tell me. Remember Hellraiser one? He oh, butterball pinhead. Yeah, he had that little dude with the sunglasses. Yeah, butterball. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So, but she little cinnabon. In, in my head, she's wearing this the the sunglasses that Christopher Lloyd is wearing in Roger Rabbit. <laughs> the like the perfect little like round. Yeah, and why is she wearing sunglasses? I don't know. Even even when she was younger, in the painting, she's wearing the fucking sunglasses. So it's not like she's deteriorated so much that her eyes are super like weak. Maybe and she's blind. I didn't. I didn't think well, about I, you that. You know, I, I don't. Want, I wouldn't want to see her eyes. So I kind of the, the fact that you can't. I think makes it a little creepy. Yeah, but but it, the, the sunglasses and her weirdness makes it kind of goofy. It's it's on the edge of like you know a weird science when they turn fucking uh, Bill Paxton into that fat thing. You know what I mean? It, it's it, it's on the edge of being goofy like that. I don't think it's goofy. You don't think it's a little campy? That part? No, I mean, I think it's... I don't know. At that I point, think it's played fairly well, but it, but there's some, like... it's It almost gets it a laugh. It almost gets a laugh as much as when they're, like, playing with the dude's dick with the... Um, well, that's funny. Yeah, because they're laughing at his dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, there's some dick. cops that do come and investigate the school. Yeah. And the witches, uh, I guess, like some kind of hypnotism. But they, well, it, it, there's see, some kind of hypnotism I, I, going on. I've there. heard some people complaining about how they don't really explain all that. But you know what? That's part of being a film. Well, well, they're, you no, know, they're show witches. you don't tell you. you yeah, know, whatever. And, uh, just make an inference and look at what's happening. Yeah, they put a know. spell. They cast something. And then later they actually reference it. They say, well, maybe we can use our new cop friends. You know, to they, that's a that's a line of dialogue. You know, to yeah. when they're trying to figure things out. So it's not like it's not like they didn't. It's that that lets you know they didn't kill him, and you know they just you know bewitched them. Yeah, I figured that was pretty. And they were playing with their self evident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. else does a coven of witches witches exist in a since World War Two? Well, if you being if you watch to... the if you watch the new Sabrina TV series, they explain that. Really? Yeah, I don't think they're connected. They're not, but it's a coven of witches still surviving. I mean, it seems like they would have to be able to, you know, get get through it somehow. Yeah, bewitch the cops. I like using that word too. Marcos is a little verging on. I'm saying they they handled it on what? pretty camp, like camp, little, yeah. little, little 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 bit goofy. But they it's played very nice. The way everything is playing out, you got the dancing going on. You got her coming in with the, even her weird like it's happening. All <laughs> that like in that weird laughing. Yeah, but like, I just think that I just think that's kind of creepy and a little unsettling. I don't think that's you know if, if the music wasn't 100 percent pitch perfect in that scene. Yeah. You know, and the performance I'm was saying they handled a it really well. Li- yeah, if it, it was a little off, I yeah, I could see it. I, I'm saying it, it could have went the way it of went. weird science. I'm just seeing what I'm saying like how, how, how Chet is but in I, that. Like, I don't feel like this. It's not on the edge for me. That's right. what I'm saying. Like you're saying, like it was on the edge of camp for you. And to me, like watching it doesn't. I was I, okay. Well, yeah, I can I, see I, where I see you're saying, but yeah, just, just for some reason, when I see it in my head, I'm like, oh wow, that's a big fucking like rubber thing. Oh man! Even, <laughs> yeah, even the second time watching, it was just like, ooh, it's just it's oh, it's, nasty. it's totally disgusting. Yeah, it's gross, and I don't know. Okay, Tilda, so, all of Tilda Swinton's, uh, Tilda Swinton's uh, moments and all of her lines, yeah, man, like how she's saying all that stuff. I think that's all great. Like, um, perfect. Since you've seen it twice, the the picture frame around the around the the painting, what is it made of? Uh, it's like mucus. And is there like a mouth? It's like a jaw in there because they kind of like some kind of, like like some kind of vagina cavity. Yeah, there's thing. like some kind of weirdness going on. There is like a hole, yeah, uh, at the bottom of it. But it, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the frame is like made of. It's just nastiness, mass. Yeah, yeah. I do think the maybe a little bit of the impact of the movie 
was was a little lesson for me just because I man I I saw The Witch not too long before you know that movie just came out and like oh, the, was it? the Witch yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like it's I still supposed, haven't watched that yet is supposed, it worth watching oh that's great that I've got that it is, I haven't watched it yet. yeah it's it's really really good and for that for me that movie just really flows and it's really creepy and the the dread and the atmosphere that that movie builds uh, are there actual just, witches. Okay, that's great. And there's Black Phillip. I don't know what that means, but okay. Oh my gosh, it's this goat. It's so fucking creepy, dude. It's this <laughs> fucking scary ass black goat, dude. Goats are creepy anyways. Goat eyes, like Bleh. yeah. <laughs> Meh. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, no. Meh. Uh, yeah, that. Meh. It kind of sound like that. Yeah, I dude, don't know. Black Phillip's pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah, that movie, I like the name. Yeah, the movie just kind of. I you know I feel like that was just a better witch film and. I don't know. It sucked a little bit. I feel like it sucked a little of the freshness out of Suspiria. And I also feel like this movie should have come out during fucking Halloween. Why was this not released, like, in the Because Halloween was out. Yeah, but, dude, come on. You could have released this the weekend after. I mean, Halloween was, there was, what, three weekends? Yeah, you're right. In, in October. Seems like a missed opportunity. It does. And, like, this almost made a million dollars this weekend. If it come out in a, in a weekend in October, I mean, come on. It could have easily made five million. What was the production budget? Twenty million. Um, I think actually, it was like twenty million. I, I couldn't find it. Really? Yeah. You think it's it's twenty million? I think it's twenty million. Yeah, I don't know if how they're going to make their money back. I don't. I, but it's Amazon, so Amazon's got money, bro. <laughs> Amazon's <laughs> got a lot of release. my money. Yeah, yeah. It's only like two hundred and ninety theaters or something I'm like that. Memphis was on that list. Yeah. Thanks, Amazon. So they just wanted to pay to have it on their service. You'll get to watch it on Amazon Prime soon. Yeah. I, you know, I think you should see it in the theater, though, man. Like, No, this is a theater watch. I think this is. You know, like, don't drink the big gulp before you go. Like, And, like, you know, <laughs> I, I, got, I got a drink while we were there, and I was like, oh, shit. I threw throwing most of it away because I was like, if I drink this motherfucker, I'm going to have to get up and pee and I'll miss this movie. I'm going to be very angry. I hate getting up Maybe in the they movie. should put an intermission between acts maybe, three and four. I agree with that. And also, you know, if maybe they should start putting toilets in, in those big comfy seats we're getting these days. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine the motherfuckers, Cathers. yeah, the motherfuckers standing up and turning around and pissing and like looking over their shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, bro! But they, you know, they start spraying the guy next. Whoa, 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 watch out, man! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you can pee sitting down, bro. I don't pee sitting down. <laughs> what are you saying? You saying I ain't manly? Or Every something? time I sit down, my balls touch the water. <laughs> I don't know where all this water's been. You know how many people come to this movie theater? <laughs> My balls touched the water. Well, that didn't happen to you? <laughs> oh, my God. Don't get old, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I remember who, Richard Pryor, somebody was saying that when you get old, it's like stirring soup. <laughs> Gross. Uh, all right, I don't think I can laugh for like the next 10 minutes now. <laughs> Well, good. Uh, yeah. I think uh, comedy's just dead to me right now. So, um, you want to wrap this up? Like, what do you want to do? Rates? Let's do it, guys. Benson. Six. <laughs> you, six. Did you? Did you All go right. there? Okay. Six. Why are you going six? One notch above mediocre. Feels right. I mean, it's got a lot of good stuff in it, but... Doesn't work as a whole? I mean, I think it works. It's just not something that uberly turned me on. Uberly. Word up. I made that word up, by the way. <laughs> I like it. Um, do you think that it um, it did right by the original? I think it's different from the original. I wouldn't so, even know. How, how do you compare these? Yeah, I mean, that's it's got the same plot. It still says inspired by the... and It's inspired by it. Yeah, or, you know, based on the like, script there's or whatever. A, there's a school, yeah. Yeah. and there's some witches, witches at the school. And, and there's some dancing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's, um, you know... There's a psychiatrist. They count the, they wait, count wait, the wait, footsteps... No, there's that scene. I, I did. I did like that, and I, that's that's basically just a nod to the original, because you see the girl counting the steps and, instead of like you know, they explained it in the first one. But I like that you know her counting up to. And the mirror room was. Uh, I thought the called first Iris one was more suspenseful. Yeah. All the character, yeah. a lot of the character names were the same. The first one's scarier. You think so? I think it has more like suspense. This one's more like graphic. 
freak out shit like that whole like yeah. contortion thing and they also like drag it out there's like it, all, all their scenes are really long they just like dig in and keep going yeah they let everything breathe yeah they let every scene breathe every single one of them they get plenty of oxygen when they're breathing these yes yeah. anyways i was gonna give this motherfucker a five i was thinking about it on the way here and i was like this movie's a five this movie's a five but wow. as we've uh, as we've been talking, I, I've graduated to a six point five. Really, you're gonna go there? Yeah. Why? <laughs> why Why are you doing a, a point five higher there? Because it's it's it, it's it's an enjoyable watch. There, there, there's a lot of cool stuff that they do. It's pretty. I think it's worth watching twice. It it, it's, it didn't like completely turn me off where I didn't want to watch it again. Uh, you know, so I'd like to. I think, like you, you need to see it at least twice to kind of be able to understand it a little more, because it's a lot. There's a lot to digest in this. But yeah, I thought it was good. I like the music. Uh, we didn't bring that up. Tom York did some did some interesting stuff with it from Radiohead, right? Yeah, it sounds like Radiohead. It does sound like Radiohead a lot. Yeah, I don't know if that's a bad. It's dreamy, not a bad thing airy, in this movie, you though. Know. I, I thought all the music worked really good. Yeah, yeah. It's a good job of doing that, what you think of Radiohead, you know, that very melodic, sad sound, and man, he he did some good tense music, too, with, like, just droning notes that yeah, would repeat. Yeah, I like that. Guys, I'm going to give this a nine, bro. Dude, you, really? Yeah. Yeah, you went a, for it. Yeah, I'm going to go for it, man. Look, the acting is fucking on point. I liked... Uh, all of the actors. I, I thought Dakota Johnson. I've never even seen her before. Really? Yeah. This is the like. Well, I'd seen her in like smaller roles. I guess <laughs> I'd never seen yeah, her as I don't a lead. Remember in anything? Yeah, ever. And I thought she was fucking fantastic. Uh, Tilda Swinton was great. Yeah. Uh, Mia Goth, who played Sarah. Yeah. I thought she was just fantastic as well. Nothing but great things to say about um, all the camera work. I just, I think it loses a point for maybe just. It has too too many themes and too many ideas. You think it's just a scripting error, or yeah. just, just like just, I think it's too much for one. It's film. just like we've got all these ideas, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're they're trying to they're they're maybe trying a little bit too hard to make it that epic. You know, I, I think that kind of held them back a little bit in in the end. I mean, I did. I loved every everything else in this movie. You know, I think I think it does work, and like I don't mind like. Even us talking about like what we thought happened at the end, and we're not agreeing. But I mean, I don't, I can't say anybody's wrong, right? There's not enough information, and I like a little bit of ambiguity in my horror films. I don't know. I don't that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're out of here, guys. So you guys have been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. You guys want to get in touch with us? You can do so by sending us an email to the Movie Crew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew and Crew is spelled C R E W E. That's right, extra E at the end of the word Crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. And guys, please give us a five star rating. iTunes, uh, Overcast, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast. Benson. Where can the audience follow you, sir? At J. Edward Benson. And Jared, where can they follow you? Get me on Instagram at CheckTheGate and on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. All right, guys. So we're going to be playing uh, track three from the Suspiria soundtrack titled Suspirium. And, uh, you know, we're going to play a little bit of the uh, little bit of the horror stuff as well. And we're going to be playing track four. Belongings Thrown in a River. And this is from Tom York. Enjoy. Just the ground. 
Forgiven.